plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing, love the way you look in the mirror, and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. How did you like our conversation with Nate uh, Young yesterday? Did you like the Q&A format? Let me know, and let me know what you think, and probably I'm going to do quite a few of them, because um, the most important thing for me is to help the most amount of people, and to be able to help people, to help you guys, I need to actually know and understand you better. Because, you know, from my perspective, a lot of things uh, when it comes to healthy eating and diets are pretty simple, but it's because I'm spending most of my time doing research, working with people, experimenting on that, thinking about that, reading about that, absorbing all this information, right? So things that seem to be easy or simple or intuitive for me actually a not for most people. And that's what I'm realizing more and more when I work with more and more people and answer simple questions that are confusing or uh, overwhelming or complicated for you. Um, so let me know what you thought um, about the Q&A episode. And if you want to be featured on my Q&A episode, shoot me email to angela.createyourself.today and you'll get a unique chance to get all your nutrition, fitness, healthy lifestyle questions answered right then and there. And you'll also help a lot of people just like you by asking your questions, because most probably questions that you have, a lot of other people have them too. And when you ask them and get your answers and get really clear on those answers uh, online, on uh, our podcast, it helps uh, a lot of people to get more clarity around food and around healthy practice uh, in their lives too. So um, step out (laughs) of the shadows, uh, get out there, ask me questions, become a featured guest uh, on my podcast, ask all your questions and get all your answers that will also help a lot of people. So that being said, let's get to our episode. And the topic of our conversation today is meal planning. A lot of people find it very complicated uh, to 
plan healthy meals and stay on top of the of their nutrition because I just been talking today uh, with a couple of friends of mine and they were saying how confusing it is these days when you get so much information that is very often conflicting and contradicts each other and you see all these big names backing up those completely different views on nutrition and health and diet and foods you should eat and eat and foods you that you should not eat and it's very confusing especially if you are not someone you know in nutrition in, in nutrition science in health science and don't necessarily understand all the terms and why certain things might apply to you and why certain things uh, do not apply to you it, it it is very confusing and at the end of the day we all gotta eat every single day right and that adds a little bit of pressure because every single food choice that you make on a daily basis, that you make uh, continuously, that affects how you, how much health you have, how much energy you have, and eventually how you show up for your life and what kind of life you have, how you interact with others, with the world, what kind of life and how long of a life you get to live. So very important. Today, I will try and do my best and will simplify meal planning as much as possible for you. Well, before planning anything, you actually got to ask yourself, like, what's your goal at this point in your life? Not 20 years ago, not 10 years ago, not even a year ago, but right now, what are you trying to achieve with your nutrition? What is your or few main goals that you want to work on through nutrition? Like, for example, um, is it maximizing nutrition content of the foods that you eat? Um, is it your health? Maybe you have some health issues that you know you got to address with food. Is it weight issue that is very often connected with the health issue? Is it energy, like you just don't have enough energy and you feel like you're always tired? Is it some digestive issues that you're always worried about or concerned about? Do you have indigestion or, uh, you know, your regularity, how you go to the bathroom is not uh, the way it's supposed to be, it doesn't feel right. Uh, your longevity, maybe, maybe you're trying to optimize to live longer and, of course, hopefully live better too. Um For me personally, for example, I always focus on things that combine and affect, preferably in equal matter, uh, my health, my longevity, and my performance. Looks, you might think that, you know, weight loss or weight maintenance or six-pack abs are very important to me, but they're actually more of an outcome of combining health performance and longevity together and maximizing for those. So for me, it's very important to feel that I'm healthy. For me, it's very important to know that I'm also investing investing in my long-term health and I'm not compromising it, um, at least not a lot, uh, not on a regular basis. I'm not compromising my longevity, uh, knowingly cutting my years, like for example, eating some foods on a regular basis uh, that I know contribute to increased inflammation or some other important for longevity biomarkers, right? And then my performance. Do I have energy for things that I want to achieve in my life? Uh, Do I feel energized on a regular basis? Do I have enough energy from morning till the uh, the time I go to bed to do my best work? 
to show up for myself, for the world, for people I work with, for my family, for my friends, um, the way I want to show up, like health, longevity, performance. And performance, a lot of times for me, is energy that I'm able to output, to invest that energy into things that matter to you, like so health, longevity, performance. And then again, the way I look uh, and my fitness, it's usually just an outcome of those three important aspects of my life. And uh, I know that in order for me to get maximum health, maximum longevity, maximum performance, I need to invest into the most nutritious foods, my time, my effort of educating myself about them. Um, So it's my personal passion. You know, I'm not just a nutrition coach. It's actually my personal passion passion, trying to figure out the best way to eat, to squeeze maximum health and maximum longevity and maximum performance out of myself. So I feel like I live my life, you know, live it to the fullest every single day. That is very important to me. Uh, And I'm trying to put, again, to squeeze as much nutrition as possible from every bite of food I put in my mouth. And you know, I'm trying to make it taste good too. And if there is chocolate that is uh, absolutely delicious, but it's also good for me, why not, right? Chocolate also improves, um, proven to improve um, blood circulation to your brain. It's proven to uh, improve the communication between cells, between neurons, and it increases increases creativity and the pleasure, the joy of eating also contributes to health, to longevity, to performance, and the sense of well-being, right? So nutrition, health, longevity, yes, but also, of course, I'm trying to bring more flavor. Um, So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bring more nutrition into my meals as much as possible. That's why I am always on the lookout for the most nutritious foods that can allow me to get maximum amount of nutrients per bite, per calorie of food, and then flavor. Um, You know, I want to enjoy my food too. And also, I want to have fun with that. Uh, um, Human life is not just about, you know, health, longevity, and performance, but also some fun. But I also make sure that that fun does not compromise my priorities, because if I have fun but do not have health, longevity, and performance, then that fun becomes more of a liability than something I truly enjoy. So anyway, this whole first part of our talk is about figuring out your priorities. And you see, there is no right or wrong answer. I Those are the things that are important to me, but something else might be more important to you at this point in your life, and that's totally fine. And there is no one who you should allow to tell you what should be more important for you. Even if you you choose something else that might harm your health, for example, or your longevity, but that ultimately adds life into your days, uh, you know, it's, it's your right to choose what is right for you. So take that that right, realize what's important for you and invest in those things. So first things first and you gotta first set the priorities. What it is you're trying to do with your nutrition. When it comes to nutrition, to food, what's important to you? What are the things that give you the most joy, the most pleasure, but also do not compromise your long-term priorities? So those are things you got to figure out first. And then I'm going to take my own example. And so for myself, it's maximizing nutrition without compromising my joy of eating too much, right? So um, there might be 
might be some, you know, you know, there are some people who think that, for example, raw meat, e- uh, eating raw meat of good um, quality animals, meaning they were raised uh, in a sustainable and clean way, eating raw meat or, or especially organ meats is good for you, but there is like no way you can make me eat raw f- food, any kind of like raw fish or meat or, um, you know, not sashimi, not sushi. No, like raw fish, raw meat is not for me. And no matter how good it is, you know, <laughs> for somebody, I'm not going to do it. Even if you tell me I'm going to live for 1000 years. So, um, <laughs> You know, there are just some things that uh, no matter how good they are for you, you're not going to do. So um, understand that for you. Like what kinds of foods work for you and what things are you're willing to try and adjust to eating. Like, for example, sardines. I never knew I would love sardines or I never knew I would love Brussels sprouts, right? But I love them. But it wasn't love at first sight, exactly. <laughs> so also figure out what foods work for you, what foods don't work for you, and what foods you're willing to try and uh, try to get used to, and what foods are absolute no-no, like raw fish or meat for me. That is absolutely disgusting from my perspective, <laughs> no matter how you look at it. After you figured out your priorities, more or less, um, first thing to do is decide and realize or think about how many meals do you have a day? Where do you have those meals? When? Do you have three um, meals a day? Like myself, I have one meal a day, usually, unless I'm training a lot, unless something else, usually one meal a day and usually after my workouts. That's just how I am. I didn't start there uh, and uh, it took practice and I'm not saying I'm going to do that forever. Um, that's just what I'm comfortable with, what I feel, when I feel the best. So I have one big meal a day. And usually, again, somewhere in the afternoon around 3 p.m. after my workout, uh, kind of to break my day into parts and get ready for the second part of uh, work and creation or whatever have you. So how many meals do you have a day? When do you have those meals? First thing, figure that out. Write it down. Number two, have meal template for each of your meals. Like, what do you usually want to have for breakfast? What are you having for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner? Where are you having those meals? If you are at a restaurant or a cafe or traveling, what kinds of foods are you going to have? You got to have that in your head so you don't make decisions in those hot moments when you're in a rush, when you are already in I don't know, when you're already traveling and you got to make a decision right now, don't leave your decision up to that moment. Like, that is the worst tragedy. You're going to make the worst decisions. And that's why most people's nutrition is so shitty, because people do not think about it in advance. I do, but that's, you know, a lot has to do with me being a professional. But I also know, I also coach clients. I also make them think about those things and plan. And all people tell me that it's so much easier now to eat healthier when they have a plan in their head. So number two, have a meal template. What are you having for your breakfast, for your lunches, for your dinners? Where are you having those meals? If there is a party or an emergency, what's your solution? for then. So have meal template in your head. For example, my meal template for one of those, for for one meal of the day is I 
these days, I always have a lot of vegetables, probably like a pound of vegetables or half a kilo of vegetables cooked. Um, sometimes I have salad on top of that. I usually have an avocado. These days, I also try to eat every day cod liver because it's so rich in vitamin D, uh, probably the only food that is rich in vitamin D. So vegetables, I try to have some fermented foods, an avocado, cod liver, um, again, a lot of vegetables. And then I have, um, on some days, I make sure that I have some seafood, some fish, especially some fatty fish. On some days, I have some organ meat, some livers or some hearts or um, maybe some meat on the bone. So I have more nutrition variety in my meats. You know, sometimes I have eggs, sometimes I have chicken, sometimes I have turkey. I try to bring as much variety as possible, whatever is um, available to me where I am in the world. So vegetables, protein, healthy fats, a lot, a lot of fiber, a lot of vegetables and fermented foods. That is my to-go meal. Whenever I'm out, whenever I'm traveling, whenever I do not have the control of what I'm having exactly, I still do have control of my choices. So in my head, I always have vegetables, protein, and some healthy fats, ideally. The quality might not be the best, but that's okay when you travel. If it's if it's something that you do continuously, then you got to figure out a solution how to make it the best quality possible, because that's your health we're talking about at the end of the day. So you got to have that meal template for me, vegetables and protein, that's the to-go. And I also know that fish, for example, organ meats have more nutrition than muscle meat or your steaks or your chicken breast, right? So I would always go for, let's say, grilled salmon or some liver or some seafood or even, you know, eggs are better options that than steak, for example, not just from my perspective, but nutritionally, when you look at the nutrition profile, it has much more micronutrients than uh, muscle meat or steak or something similar. So meal template, this is number two, always have a plan in your head. Number three, create based on the how many meals you have, meal template, create a shopping list. So you decided already how many meals you have, where you have those meals. Um, You've decided on meal template, what you're having for breakfast, for lunch, what you have for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, for snacks. And then the third step, you're going to create the shopping list for that. So for example, I recommend to people, and I do it myself, to shop once a week. It saves you time, it saves you energy, and also you go to the store um, for groceries, less times and you don't make those food choices every single day going to the store. You go there once, make all the decisions, make all the shopping, buying, and it's the best strategy to stick with your healthy eating habits. So you shop once and get the foods that you use for your breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, if you have any uh, already snacking is not such a great idea for your digestive health. Anyway, decide what foods you are having and approximate amounts. Always get some extra healthy foods, extra vegetables or extra proteins because uh, you just you just never know when you need them and it's better to have them and put your mind at peace knowing that you have yourself covered or as many people as needed if you are a head of a household a mom or a wife and you're taking care of somebody else's meals too so 
get some extra food, uh, get all the foods you need to prepare your uh, vegetables, your meat, your protein, your fats, you know, maybe some snacks, maybe some school lunches for your kids, or maybe some lunches for your husbands or wives. So shop once a week with a list. So you don't buy any unnecessary foods. And guys, my advice, when you go to a store, have a list with you and stick to the list. At that store, there's going to be marketing, especially if you're hungry. Don't go to the store hungry, by the way. Uh, You're going to be bombarded with all these foods and messages and packaging, and your mind will start wandering naturally. And if you don't stick to the list, you're going to buy more, you're going to buy unnecessary things, things that are going to compromise your healthy eating habits. So stick to the list and... uh, For the next week, think about new list if by the end of the week you decide that you needed more or you needed something else. So make decisions about grocery shopping once a week. So number three, shop with a shopping list. Number four, that is very important, guys. If you want to stick with your healthy eating habits and plan, this step is very important. And I call it time allocation. So you need to decide when you cook, when you eat, when you fast, When you're having any of your meals, you need to decide and you need to put it in your calendar at least once. You need to, you you know, everyone have 24 hours a day. You cannot stretch them out. You cannot cook food when you scheduled work. It's not going to happen. So you got to allocate time for your cooking and your eating. You're a human being and it's not, it's... It's really not a great idea to eat in front of your computer or to not cook because you decided to check your email, I don't know, countless times. You need to allocate time for proper care of your meals. You need to cook or arrange your meals to cook uh, in, of good quality in a certain way. You need to allocate time to eat, not in front of your computer, but actually sitting down and eating. That's why I also love one meal a day, because that way I can allocate two hours for cooking and eating without rushing and actually paying attention to my food and enjoying it. And that will also help you to improve your digestive health and your mindfulness and decrease your stress levels a lot. So number four, Allocate time for proper cooking and eating. You are a human being. It is a requirement for you to eat every day, to have your cooked food properly cooked and prepared. So deal with that. Get better at time management and have time for your meals to cook, to eat them, and do everything you need to do when it comes to your meals. And number five, that is also very important that can sabotage a lot of your healthy eating plans. Have plans for special occasions, things like traveling or parties or uh, no time to cook on certain days. Have plan for emergencies and you'll be surprised how how very few things uh, really cannot be prepared for and how very few things and occasions there are to have an excuse not to have a plan for your food and for your healthy eating and for taking care of yourself and of health. So this is the last step for today. Uh, Again, pre-step to recap everything that we talked about today. 
before you do any kind of planning, decide on your priorities, decide what's your uh, goal for your nutrition right now, what you're trying to achieve, what you're, what you're working on, uh, and anything will do as long as it works for you and as long as you know that that is what you choose for right now, for this stage in your life. So once you realize your priorities, what foods work for you, what foods do not work for you, what foods you, you know you need to include in your diet, and what foods you are willing to try, and what foods are an absolute no-no. So after that, step number one, how many meals you're going to have, where you're going to have it, um, decide on that. Meals, snack, snacks, if any, time figure out your whole meal routine. Number two, you got to have in your head your meal template or meal plan. So what do you, what are you going to have for your breakfast, lunches, dinners? So in my head, again, it's vegetables, it's protein in the most simple form. And then when uh, I can and why when I have the chance to choose everything that I want to have at my meals, I have my fermented foods, my avocados, I have... Um, cod liver these days, um, you know, it, it changes for me too. So, I, But I always have meal template in my head for any situation. Number three, create a list, shop with that food list once a week um, and stick to the list. Number four, time allocation. Decide when you cook, uh, when you have your meals. And again, you have 24 hours and you got to sleep, you got to do your work, you got to do a lot of things like all of us do. Believe me, there is no person who um, have like unlimited amount of time. So time allocation, plan it, allocate time for cooking and eating. Again, you're a human being. Those are things are non-negotiable, especially if you're interested in well-being and uh, and having a life, you know, enjoying things too. <laughs> Number five, special occasions. Plan for those occasions, for those emergencies. Think through your lifestyle, through the things you got to do. And that will ensure that you fail very few times when it comes to healthy eating, if any. Like, I don't even remember the last time I failed because I wasn't prepared. I just, I prepare, you know, and that's what you got to do. If you want to be prepared, prepare. That's that's easy. <laughs> I mean, just be aware that you got to prepare for important things for yourself and do the preparation and the rest will be really simple and easy. So, hey guys, let me know what you thought about this episode. And if you need more help with your meal planning or you have specific questions, don't be afraid to reach out. Instagram, my Twitter, my email, always open for you, for your questions that... Um, and, I, and I'll do my best to help you. That's the bottom line. And if you want to be a featured co-host or featured guest and get all your questions answered on our podcast, uh, questions that will benefit other people too, shoot me email and we're going to set you up and you're going to be not probably my next guest, but you're gonna be all you're gonna be talking with me live very soon, getting all your questions answered. So answer questions and get answers and improve your 
life and your health. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow, we're going to have a very special episode with the CEO of one of the most cutting-edge supplement company that is on the mission to deliver to deliver supplements in the most bioavailable form to your body. Uh, so, you know, we are getting close to making supplements maybe not completely as good as whole food, but pretty damn close to it. So stay tuned for that tomorrow, the interview with the CEO of the company, Douglas uh, John Papa, if I remember his last name correctly. Anyway, stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in today. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.